0: The message you're about to hear is a production of the Word and Sound Ministry of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Throne of Grace Richmond Hills. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God bless you as you listen to the transforming and inspiring Word of God. Stop your hands wherever you are and just give this God thanks. Who has kept you throughout last year give him thanks who has brought you to this first sunday in 2024 thank him who has been merciful and kind to you thank him who has sustained you and sustained the breath in your nostrils thank him who has been your provider thank him for who has been your help thank him for being your strength thank him for being your joy thank him for saving your soul thank him for all the wondrous things he's done for you and your family there's so much that this god has done for which he deserves our praise he deserves our worship he deserves our honor he deserves to be exalted there's no god like our father we thank you we thank you we thank you O oh god There's so much you have done for us as a church. There's so much you've done for us as a people. But from today, from the depths of our hearts, we say thank you. We say thank you. See See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. Everything we longed for. What we waited for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. Yes, we give you thanks for all the things you have done. See what the Lord has done. Our hearts are grateful, Lord. Oh God. Thank you. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for saving our souls. Thank you for loving us with an everlasting love. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you for being our strength, our shield, and our buckler. Thank you for your protection of our lives. Thank you for our women. Thank you for our men. Thank you for the children. Thank you for the young adults. Thank you for the teenagers. Thank you, O oh God in heaven, for all the great things you've done for us. Thank you for opening doors of opportunities. Thank you for enlarging us on every side. Thank you for increases. Thank you for help. It has been you all the way, and we return all the glory to you, God, for everything you have done in true and grace. Not unto us, not unto us, but to your great name be all the glory, all the honor, all the dominion, all the majesty, and all the glory. That thank you, Heavenly Father. Accept our thanks and our praise. For in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. I'd like you to look around to somebody to your left, to your right, and then walk. welcome them warmly. Tell them, Happy New Year, some you have not seen. Uh, tell them something nice. Praise the name of the Lord, fragrance of light, the Lord bless you richly, in Jesus' name. Some of you have not seen you for months now. It's good to have some of you that have traveled back, the Lord bless you richly, praise the name of the Lord. Thank God for those who traveled, thank God that God brought you back safely, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you. I'm just going to go straight into what we have to share this morning because um, the testimony guys have taken a lot of the time. So I'm going to be short, as brief as I can. We'll try um, one, of the, one of the New Year resolutions that we have this year is that we'll keep to time. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> so um, we'll, continue, we'll continue wherever we stop once it's time. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word. We're asking that God as you speak to us from your word, let your word do us good. Let your word transform us. Let your word change us. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. You see, one of the things that God has been saying and speaking to us since the crossover service is that God will do a new thing. And we took a text from the book of Isaiah chapter 43, reading from verse 18 all the way to 19. And it says, remember not the former thing, not consider the things of old. He said, because I do a new thing. I do a new thing. And, and friends, down from the crossover service to Friday, we began to speak specifically about what the new things represent. And for you, you've got to ask yourself, what is the new thing you are believing God for this year? Nobody will define it for you. You will define it yourself. You will. You will. You will. So, so the question, therefore, as, as we go through this week and go through this year, is that what will that new thing be like for you? What will it be like for you? What will it be like for you? And that's why on Friday when we're talking, we're talking about the fact that if therefore you must encounter this new thing, you have to envision it. You've got to envision it. So this morning I'm, I'm going to be speaking on how to attract the new thing. Last Friday we talked about how to envision the new thing as one of the things or one of the ways you can attract new things. In other words, see a picture of it. See a picture of your marriage. See a picture of the kind of job you desire. See a picture of how you want your immigration status settled. See a picture of the career you want to get into and where you want to get. You know? So when you see the picture, what do you do? The second dimension of where to attract new things is that you're going to learn to call it out. Call in the new. Call out the new. Tell somebody, call out the new. Call out the new. Color the new. The Bible says that the God we serve. Cause the things that be not as though they were. Romans chapter 4 and verse 17. In other words, God wants something new. He says, Let it be new. He wants to create the heavens everywhere, upside down. Let it be the heavens. He calls it out. He calls it out. And friends, if you want something new in your life, There are different ways you can call it out. One way to call it out is to bet it in the place of prayer. You call it out in the place of prayer. By the special grace of God this Friday, we're going to be dealing with that. Betting out the new. And every one of us must know how to bet the new. It's not sufficient for God to say, I will do a new thing. God wants you to do what bet it in the place of prayer. In other words, you're calling it out in the place of prayer. You are saying, thus says the Lord, and I decree that. The Bible says that where the word of the king is, there's power. In other words, if therefore you want something new concerning your marriage, do what? Bet it in the place of prayer. Job, bet it in the place of prayer. New career, bet it in the place of prayer. Financial breakthrough. Oh, there is an aspect to give, but also there is an aspect to do what? To pet it in the place of prayer. And I, I believe that one of the greatest ways that God can bless you financially is that you ask God to open your eyes to see the opportunities. May God open your eyes to see those opportunities. Call it out in the place of prayer. Call it out. 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 Call it out, call it out using the word of God. Using the word. The word, friends, works. Everything God created, he created by the word. So if you want to change anything that God created or anything that is out of shape in your life, you're going to use the word. You're going to use the word. Too many of us are using sense knowledge that has not worked. Use the word and see if it will not work. Take a scripture. Hold to the scripture. The Bible says in Psalms 33 and verse 6, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. The heavens were made. And, and Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says that everything is sustained by the word of God. In other words, if you want to change and make alterations to the things that exist, use the word. Use the word. Use the word. Use the word. Because the word still works wonders. Bible says, God said, my word have I exalted above any other thing. Therefore, you want to make a change? Use the word. I will not be sick because by his stripes, I am healed. I can never be poor. Why? The silver and the gold, they belong to my father. The cattle upon a thousand years, they belong to my father. So, father, let the heavens be opened into my pockets. The Bible says, it says, it says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, my God shall supply all my needs, not according to the riches of BMO. If you walk there. <laughs> but you see, most times, we, we hang on to the riches of the place where we walk. And we feel threatened when the place, they give us a letter to say, hey, things are about to shut down. We feel threatened. The Bible, she tells me that God is your source, not your organization. It says, I will look up to the east. From where comes my help? My help comes from where? God! He said, The Lord is your shepherd, not your office is your shepherd. He said, I shall not want. Use the word, friends, because the word still works. The word works. Call it in. Call the new thing in. You see, when you finish calling the new thing in, either in place of prayer or the word of God, then take action. Tell somebody, take action. So what are the new things you are looking forward to? Take action. Thank God for Sister Verisha that applied to 100 places. (laughs) And and the role she got, (laughs) it's it's not the kind of role that, except for God, there's no way she would have gotten that kind of role. There's no way. But if you don't take action, things will just be passing by and you just be, say, oh God, you got to take action. 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 Four lepers said if we sit here, we will die. If we go there, we will die. It's better to go than sit down and die. But too many people are idling away, sitting, waiting for harvest to open when you got to take action. Some of us have been procrastinating now. Oh, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this program. I'm gonna do this certification. And for years, last year passed, two, two years ago past, you've been doing that certification you have dreamt of for four years. Gonna take action. Too many of us are idling our time away watching what we ought not to watch. People are busy making money on YouTube. You are watching them. Take action. Take action. Uh, And friends, action is required for the next level that God wants to take you to. In fact, the the thing about action is that it it, is better for you to take action otherwise God will push you into uncomfortable situation because He wants you to advance. I, I prefer the one that I entered by myself than the one that God pushed me into. Because sometimes when God pushes you it is more challenging and difficult. You are not prepared. But when you prepare under God and say, Lord, I want to take this, maybe it's a little bit easier. Time is not going to permit us to tell you about how they train the eagle. The baby eagle, the mother will just leave it. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's a lie. They're strengthening your capacity. May God strengthen your capacity this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. The second dimension or the third dimension, if you and I must call in the new, is that you, you must be ready to work hard, must be ready to work hard, must be ready to work hard. Sometimes new things are packaged in hard work. That's that's the truth. In fact, I think I think it was it was Thomas Edison that said. That the reason most people do not recognize an opportunity is because opportunities are covered in an overall called hard work. And people are not ready to pay the price of hard work. The truth is that the labor room for achievers is in the place of hard work. That's, That's what it is. The Bible says, seest thou a man that is diligent in his business, he will stand not with mere men, but among kings. If you want to be an achiever, if you want the doors of new opportunities to open up to you, be ready for hard work. Ready for hard work. Some of us are asking, Lord, please, can you make me the manager of that organization? Do you have the capacity to stand in that place? Are you ready to work the kind of work required to be there? You see, I I tell colored people what it will take, what the kind of work it will take a white-skinned person to do and get an advantage will be less. Yours will be twice. Because most times, naturally, they think that some of us are not as qualified as them. So you've got to put in twice the effort and work to be able to stand among competing colleagues And they will say, recognize you. So you're going to work hard. And you're going to be ready to work hard. You're going to be ready to work hard. Ready. Bible says, go to the ants. Consider his ways and be wise. The ants are hard workers. Friends, we're going to roll up our sleeves and fight for our destiny roll off our sleeves. Push ourselves hard. Don't idle away your time. Engage in productive efforts. Work that will bring effective results. and Turn your life around. My prayer is that for everyone under the sound of my voice, whether in person or listening online, may God give you capacity to work. Capacity for productive work. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I think that that is one area every one of us have got to be praying for, capacity. Capacity. Because every one of us, they have different capacity. Oh, yes. The Bible talks about a man that was given 10, a man that was given 5, a man that was given 1. One day I was praying, I was saying, Lord, why did you give that one 1 and give one 10? Why can't you give me 10? But I realized that not all of us have the same capacity. Oh, the capacity of the general overseer of, of the reading Christian Church of God is different from my capacity. After all the activities of the day, when I get back home, I'm, I just do small and then I've, I've slept, I'm tired. But this man will do all the activity of the day and then at night, he will still do three, four hours overnight. Unusual, incredible capacity, even at his age. So these days what I pray for, Lord, give me increase my capacity. Because if God were to take you to become the head of CRA, for instance, you need capacity to manage all the people. Both mental, physical, emotional capacity. Some of us, when we see problems like this, emotionally we are wrecked. we broken down. So you need capacity for the greatness that God wants to achieve in you. So when you pray, Lord, ask God, Lord, give me capacity. Give me capacity capacity. The next thing, also, if we want to attract, as it were, new things, is that we got to attract it by calling in big, good relationships or build great relationships to ourselves. Relationships that are important, crucial. Of course, one is a relationship with God, which is important and crucial. But so one of the things that I found is that relationships are launching paths for a the new thing parts. You see, God in our dispensation is going to, not going to come down from heaven and do a new thing physically. God is going to use people. He's going to use people. God can use anyone. So your relationship building must not be defined by the category of people that you find and see. Oh, I, this, this one is a small boy. No. So you despise him or her. No, this one is a slave. He doesn't have anything. So you despise him or her. But this one is not even up to my category or class. So you despise him or her. Listen friends, God can use anyone. If you doubt it, look at scriptures. The Bible says that it was a little boy among the crowd of 5,000 people that had fish and bread when they were looking for So what if, for instance, that little boy was despised, neglected, or abused? They wouldn't have fed 5,000 people from that little fish. Two fish and five loaves. Naaman, the king, the authority, the leader of the Syrian army, got his miracle, his new thing. Because what? There was a little girl in the house that was a servant. And the little girl just said to the madame of the house, can you imagine if the madame was not nice to her? He would say, let that leprosy kill you and your husband. But the madame would have been so nice. So that he said, excuse me, ma. What if, for instance, the madame is not approachable? Some of us, we are too much on a high horse. We can't, we can't be approached. So you're going to come down, friends. Build your relationship because it's, it's, it's important. Some of us will work in an office environment where even your boss, you don't have good relationship with them. I'm just here to pay, work my pay. I don't need to be nice to anybody. Yes, we know. Work is work. You come to work but at the same time, build good relationship. Build good ones. The cup bearer who was with Joseph in the prison what if for Joseph was done nice? Yes, we know that the cupbearer forgot him. And God remembered him. But, but, but at the same time, there was a relationship. There was a relationship. So friends, take note. The relationship you build is important to the height you attain. They say too. They say sometimes. I show me your friends. And I will show you how, how, how high you can go. This year, please build meaningful, lasting. Strong relationship because you never can tell who God is going to send to bring your blessings. You never can tell. You never can tell. Do you know that the person sitting by you may be the one that God will send to say, Please, can you go and help Brother X? Can you go and help Sister X, Sister Y? Can you go? Now, if you have messed up everything, what happens? What happens? What happens? The man of God said to the woman who was broke and the sons were about to be carried away, what do you have in the house? He said, I don't have anything, but a jar of oil. He said, okay, if you have a jar of oil, go and borrow vessels from your neighbor. Now, what if, for instance, he has destroyed every relationship with the neighbor? Will he, Can you go and say, hey, neighbor, can you please give me a jar a, bus, a vessel He won't have the audacity, he won't have the boldness or the the he won't have the courage. Tell somebody, look at me. Be nice to me. I may be the, I may be the person that God is going to send to you. But but that's so true. That's so true. Because sometimes we get too familiar with ourselves that were not nice to one another. Build great relationships. Last but not the least, as I close this, if you want to attract the new, you've got to learn to give thanks always. Give thanks always. Give thanks always. One of the things that opens the door of favor, the help of the Almighty, the heavens over your life, is thanksgiving. Your ability to give thanks it opens fearful blessings of our lives. The Bible says in Psalm sixty-seven and verse five, "Let the people praise you, O oh God. Let the people praise you." It says, "Then the earth shall yield her increase." In other words, your thanks given can provoke God to praise in you. I mean to provoke God to do a new thing in your life. I think it is the message translations, translation that puts Psalm sixty-seven verse five this way. It says, "God, let people thank you. Let people thank and enjoy you." It says, "Let all the people thank and enjoy you." In other words, the praise that is there, let people praise you, can also be ascribed to let people thank you. You want the heavens over your life to be open? Praise Him. Be thankful. Give him the praise and the best of the praise you have. Give him the worship and the thanks that comes out of the depths of your life. In First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, the Bible says, In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Why is he saying so? Because he knows that when you give him thanks, That is the fastest way he can change your life and give you something that you deserve. I think in the morning during the Sunday school, our teacher was telling us, those of you who don't attend Sunday school, Sunday school is very good though. Very, very good. Because one word can just sink like this. You don't know the day you need it. If you can not connect, come in physically on time, connect through Zoom. So what our teacher was telling us, he said that there's one of his sons that whenever he gives him something, he comes back, you know, differently. I said, Daddy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this thing you bought for me. And then he that is a father, is so always so glad and wants to do more. And that's how it is with your heavenly father. He does something little, You say, Oh, thank you, Lord. I just appreciate this. Lord, this means so much to me. Lord, I don't care about the things you have not done, but for this one you have done, I just thank you. It makes your father so glad that he wants to do more. He said, In everything, thank, give thanks. You see, when you say thanks, or when you say thank you, Lord, immediately you change the focus. You change the focus from the things that God has not done to the things he has done. You change the focus from the pains in your life to the glories that are ahead. So when you say, Lord, I thank you, you know what is happening? The atmosphere around your life changes. Why? Because gratitude is being magnified. God God becomes the center and that makes a world of difference. Bible says, God says, I will not have anything. I won't have no image, no problem, nothing at all must stand between me and you. He said, My glory will I not share with any man. So every time you are giving God thanks, what you are saying in other words is that you are saying, Lord, you are bigger than my problems. You are bigger than everything. I acknowledge you more than everything. That is why, friends, this year, like never before, let your thanksgiving be bigger than anything you can think of. Let it be stronger than your pains. Let it be greater than your challenges. Anytime you magnify your challenges more than God, that becomes an idol. That means you treasure God changing your situation more than you treasure God. Oh, God can change your situation. But if God refuses, what will you do? Will you still magnify him? Job said, though he slay me, Yet I will still do what? I will praise him. Those things are not together, yet I will still praise him. Habakkuk chapter 3, reading from verse 3, 17 to 18. He says, even if the fig tree does not blossom, in other words, even if things that are not together, even if my life doesn't come together, even if, even if, even if even if even if circumstances are far from what I expect it to be, he says, Yet I will do what? I will rejoice. I was you're saying to God, no matter what the devil likes, no matter what life throws at me, I'm okay giving you thanks for what you have done. Friends, has God done much to you? Has God really done so much for you? Wherever you are, i like you to stand to your feet. In the next two to three minutes, just give Him the best of your appreciation. Give Him the best of your thanks. Give Him the best of your worship. It may be a dance. It may be a voice of singing. It may be something you want to raise unto Him. Just to say, Lord, I want to thank you. I really thank you. I really thank you. Really thank you. This first day in the year 2024, I want to really thank you. There's so much you have done for me. There's so much you have done for my family. There's so much you have done in my career. There's so much you have done for my children, for my wife. There's so much you have done in my business. Oh, Lord, I want to thank you. I want to magnify you beyond the things you have not done because you are greater than them. Lift up your voice and thank him. Lift up your voice and magnify him. Oh, lift up your voice and give him. listening to today's word and we believe you have been blessed for further information please visit our website at www.throneofgracecanada.ca or send us an email to info at throneofgracecanada.ca the word works throne of grace transforming lives establishing his kingdom